Good evening and welcome to Shed Sessions. I am delighted to be joined by the Bobo and I have with me Maria and Pete and James and Johnny is not with us tonight, the drummer, but I'm, I'm so thrilled to have the Bobo back in the shed. The first time we had a session with you was in, I'm looking at my notes now, on the 19th of January this year. And so much has happened since, and hopefully we're going to be able to talk about some of those things this evening. But how are you this evening, Maria? Yeah, I'm, I'm really good. Thank you so much for, for having us back. It's, it's very exciting to be, to be back with James as well and kind of uh, with new material, because like you said, there's so much has happened. Um, I released an EP, so we're going to be doing some, some new songs which is, it's, it's, yeah, I'm really happy to be here. And I love this shed. Every single time I'm here, I just see more and more exciting things that I want to take pictures of and find online and buy them for myself. So I'm, I'm, I'm great. <laughs> thank you. I'm so happy to hear that. And how are you doing, Pete? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Again, thanks so much for having <laughs> us back. Um, it's interesting hearing you say it was January. It feels like much longer ago that we were last here. Um, yeah, it's been a busy, a busy 10 or months or so so yeah really cool to be back here and reflect <laughs> great and I, I hope we'll get to do that it's all about seeing where your journey has taken you and i'm thrilled to have the first band back in for the second session which is a real treat i've had the best day ever just excited knowing that i'm going to be graced by the Bobo in the shed and it is it's a real privilege to have artists like yourselves come to my home and play in the shed it's 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 just wonderful I can't believe how lucky I am and I've also met James this evening your guitarist how are you doing James yeah good thanks um really glad to be here love the shed um love what you've done and uh yeah um looking forward to uh playing some of the songs yeah me too. I, I cannot <laughs> wait. But before we go into that, I'll just give you a little brief story like we always do for each session. And it's about this weekend that's just passed. And I, I like this time of year. It's a very reflective time of year. It's quite scary at times for myself. I go into mm -hmm. quite low dips and then I feel okay again. And I'm adjusting to the seasons, I suppose. But on Sunday, I decided to go out and buy some hay for our guinea pigs. And I drove out to a place called Yarnton, which is kind of north. You head north on the A34. And I was excited because I was listening to the Bobo, um, For Me, The Sun, mm -hmm. that EP, which is even saying it, I get tingles all over. I love it. And I was listening to it on the way and it was beautiful and I can turn it up really loud in the car. One of my favorite places to listen to music and got to the garden center, bought the hay and then the heavens opened and it poured with rain. And then the clouds cleared literally five minutes later and there was this low sunlight that came through and I realized that the A34 going south was closed and I had to take a massive detour, another half an hour. And it was just a pleasure doing that because I kept listening to that EP and I even at one point turned, opened the window. I was going to say wound the window down, but you don't do that anymore. You press a button and the window just comes down. And I let this icy cold air into the car 
and I was enjoying the reflections of the the sun on the wet roads and the the wet leaves lying on the roads and the pavements. And I also noticed little raindrops on the edges of some of the remaining leaves on trees, and they were catching the light beautifully from the sun. So those kind of things make me excited about going into winter. I think you've just got to look out for the signs in nature and reconnect. And to have beautiful music playing at the same time was such a treat. And I got home much later than I expected, but I felt refreshed and renewed. And it was a, it was a really good experience. What's in your shed? What's in your shed? Pictures and treasures and the books that we read. What's in your shed? What's in your shed? Before we go into the first song, you've been so, so busy and done some amazing things. I've, I've had to write them down and I, I may miss some out, but you can always add them in if you like. But we'll talk more about these things later, I hope. You've been to Maida Vale in August and you did some recording there, which I'm, I'm very keen to hear about. You've been to Warsaw in Poland and you've done some music there. That was in um, October. And I know you attended the Warsaw Film Festival and I, I guess that's part of the journey, but let's find out more in a bit. And then released For Me The Sun, which is, is probably my favorite so far. And that was in May yeah. 2023. And... Then a, a single that featured Kidkin is called Car Park. What a tune. That was on the 19th of October, 23. And then another single, oh, sorry, I've, I've messed up the order. Another single called Love, Beautiful, on the 13th of June, 23. And then Tez Schnaz is on the 19th of October, 23. And that was made for a short film. Wow. And then some <laughs> local gigs. You were busy this weekend and you're busy this coming weekend. This is fantastic. So, I mean, how are you feeling right now? It's, I mean, you've achieved so much and it's just, you look, all of you look amazing. Like you can take more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it is very, very exciting. I would say we had this conversation with Pete um, a while back in the car. How crazy it is, how many things have ha like have happened this year. Um, and yeah, some of like the Maida Vale or being on like the Polish breakfast TV, just, just crazy that, um, I don't think I could ever imagine last year doing all those things this year. So it's, it's great. Um, and very much looking forward to where this is going to take us next, I guess, because you just never know. <laughs> well, the music is going to decide and it is amazing. So, Thank you. wow, we're ready for the first <laughs> song for the evening. Open to an 
That song is new. Yeah, yeah, it is. That one is one of the freshest one thing. Well, maybe the freshest one, actually, because Car Park we made a while back and just released it most, yeah, recently. But, yeah. And I think the last songs you sang in Polish was for Controller? Is yes, that? yeah, that's, that's right. So this is um, maybe a tiny bit similar because it was, again, a collaboration with a friend of mine who I admire a lot, called Natasha Pazimius. Um, she did this short film in Poland uh, called uh, Też to um, And it, um, the goal was to motivate young women to go voting, which um, I think kind of worked. Thank God we had the record frequency. 
uh, which is fantastic. Not frequency. I always say this. We uh, turn out it's because in Poland we call it uh, frequencia. Uh, so it's very easy to kind of, I don't know, mistake the word. Anyways, um, so yeah, she she um, asked me if I can I can make a song for the film, and obviously um, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Especially that's such a great cause as well. Um, so so yeah, I had a bit. Of, I think I had two weeks um, back in August to to make the song, and I made some of it, and then I sent it to Pete. Um, so he could add some bits of, of piano and guitar to it as well. Um, and yeah, and then we managed to premiere it on Polish Breakfast Show <laughs> in October. So yeah, it was a bit of a journey with that one. Wow, I can imagine. And what an experience, Pete, for you. Was this the first time you've been to Poland? Yeah, first time in Warsaw, first time in Poland, first time on live television. So it was crazy, crazy experience. I was just really thankful that it wasn't my own country in a way because I felt like that was the only thing stopping me from kind of freaking out um but I did feel so sorry for Maria knowing that it was <laughs> all her family all her friends watching her on national tv must have been absolutely crazy for her I was kind of just a um yeah just along for the ride really but it was it was it was incredible to see how live tv works and all that sort of things like we had to sound check during the commercial break yeah very quickly um so it was very hectic very stressful and then we got like a two minute spot at the end of the show credits rolled yeah. during the song <laughs> didn't get to finish it it was all <laughs> weird but um yeah great experience and i saw some of the footage or videos and pictures on instagram and that studio looked very slick and there was one shot where you could see some dancing or something going on in the background <laughs> was that the pre the the act before yours how did that work i think yeah they definitely they were before us so how it works is you come in and then you have this huge sofa and obviously all of the guests are going to be on the show and you just kind of wait for your turn and i think they were one of the people that were just yeah one of one of the people being interviewed um and we saw them on just the, the screen but it's crazy you come in go straight into makeup and just wait for your turn and it kind of it doesn't really get to you that you are on live tv it kind of hit me middle performance and i was like oh god if i'm gonna mess this up this is over <laughs> like yeah my like pete was saying my my dad was watching some of my friends were watching and it was definitely a bit crazy when i saw um like the recordings of them just watching on their big tvs at home i think that for me when it kind of hit me i was like oh god people actually saw it live <laughs> it's the idea as soon as soon as you finish yeah, the exactly. messages start coming through it's like oh my god and yeah. you don't know what it looked like or what exactly. it sounded like exactly yeah it's very strange yeah and the song that the test to schnaz is the one you sang on the show is that yeah. right yeah so uh yeah because of the the short film that did quite well in poland we were invited to yeah to perform it on live tv so yeah. Amazing. And what a great cause. You know, your song's gone towards something very, very important. And I, I can imagine it must have been so well received. I love this song. I think it Thank is you. incredible. Like all your songs <laughs> are great. And I looked it up. So it's called You Know It Too. Is that the yeah, translation? Yeah, that's I think the English title. Yeah. Yeah. And how was the film? Did you get to watch it? Yeah, of course. So um, I did just the music for the film in general as well. So I had... Um, the first cut of the film a bit earlier um and i i love it it's also it's fantastic because it, it features some of the most popular young polish actors at the moment and i think they all just did it for again this kind of great cause um not really hoping 
to get much back when it comes to any financial game or anything. It was just people getting together to do something important, um, which is, yeah, just amazing to be a part of it. Um, and again, Natasha has this great talent of, of capturing emotions and, and making it very sincere and genuine and there is never even a tiny bit of of fake uh, fakeness in there which which i really really appreciate and that yeah that film um i really really like it um so i don't know pete have you have you seen that film um yeah we yeah. watched it i think when, when we oh, got yeah, home we watched it with, with my dad, dad. <laughs> yeah 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 that's true because it's it made it to some streaming platforms as well in poland HBO and I think some some Polish ones, which was also very exciting. Um, so yeah, I completely forgot. I yeah, think yeah, after the after the performance, didn't yeah. we like we came back and we're like let's let's see first of all how the how we did on live TV and then we watched <laughs> the film. Yeah, it must have been a whirlwind. You've got so many things you've got to do and experiences. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. What was your favorite food there, Pete? Did you get to Ooh. try Polish oh, wow. food? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, I had a few different things. I mean, it'd be rude not to say that the home-cooked meal by uh, Maria's mum and her, her grandmother was really, really good. Um, it was like uh, like chicken noodle soup uh, with a bunch of other amazing like salads and stuff to go with it. That was great. I don't know what if that was the technical name of what I ate, but yeah, that's what it so, tasted like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, had lots of nice stuff. And, you know, even a McDonald's for in as well. So, you know, it's very... Polish specific food, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, What's the the McDonald's with the Polish twist? Oh, What's the special? oh my god, <laughs> this is a revelation. It was not just McDonald's, but Maria was filling me in that like the takeaway game in Poland is really good, and I don't know why that is. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then we got there, and it was, and she was right. In McDonald's, KFC, wherever you go, it's like it's like the UK version, but they've got more options, and everything's like fresher and just bigger and better better portions i don't know i don't know why that is but it's just better i love mcdonald's in poland every single time i come back i just kind of attack it straight away and i just (laughs) go in for a meal we have this wrap i I can't believe i'm gonna keep talking about this now but yeah we have this amazing wrap so if anyone listening to this and ever in poland get the wrap because it's amazing and you can't get it here Wow, and you think McDonald's is so generic, it's the same everywhere, but you get these little bonuses. I was chatting to a friend in the street the other day, or we were outside the front of the house waiting for the kids to come out, and that can take a while. So I just walk out the door and and go, I'm at the car. When I'm ready, just come when you are. And my friend came past with her partner, and she's off to Canada on Thursday, And she spoke about McDonald's in Canada. I don't know how it came about, but she said when she was younger, every McDonald's had a big fish tank in in the restaurant. I feel bad calling it a restaurant. It's not really. It is a restaurant. They call it that. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, uh, what's that clown's name? Uh, Ronald. Ronald. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, can you imagine that? A fish tank in there. And I've actually got in the shed here a little foil ashtray from the McDonald's in Amsterdam, but that was in the 90s, I guess, but I've still got it. But can you imagine people smoking inside a McDonald's and they had the ashtrays? But anyway, I'm glad you had a a great (laughs) trip and that song is just perfect. And I'm sure, like I said earlier, it must have been well received. You're probably like a hero in in (laughs) Poland, a, a musical great. 
and if not it's 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 going to have to go that way soon but yeah what a what a perfect song lovely thank you and i'm looking forward to the the next one
for your further assistance, our colleagues at the station will be more than happy to assist you. Oh, I'm so glad you played that. It was like I was in the car again on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. I love that song. It's crazy how good that is. It's nuts. I love it so much. And that's off my favorite EP, For Me, The Sun. It's got the best title, For Me, Comma, The Sun. Yeah. And it's got the best album art too. That photo of you on the train. Thank it you. is just perfect. Who who took that photo? Johnny, our drummer, took that picture. Oh. So he is amazing in black and white photography. So I obviously turned to him to, to do the EP cover. And yeah, he, he did an amazing. That's exquisite. And you're sitting there on the train. And when I look at it, it's so relatable because I've been there. I've been on that train and I've looked out the window and I've looked ahead of me and I've lost myself in mm. that motion. It is... It's stunning. The whole thing around it is beautiful. What a great success that album is. Or EP. It's how, how many songs there's? I think six. Six, that's right. And yeah, I'm so glad you, you didn't tell me what the set list for the evening is. I didn't ask, but I'm so pleased that came on there. And I guess now's a good time perhaps to talk a little bit about that EP and how it you know came about. And I've got the date here, which was released on the 9th of May, 23. Yeah. Um, Bandcamp says 22. I think that's oh. that's it got me a little Shame bit confused. On you, <laughs> you go back in there and change it, but then on on the other streaming platforms like Spotify, it's 23. And I yeah. thought because I saw you in January 23, and that wasn't released yet. <laughs> no, so no, yeah, no, no, no. I was getting was confused. <laughs> okay. So how how did that come about? I mean, the writing of that EP. What what went into it? How were you feeling at the time? Um, I remember I had a bit of a break from, from writing songs and, and doing, um, any kind of music production or anything like that. I don't know why. Um, maybe I was working for con on control. Um, and it was, it was an amazing creative process, but it, it kind of maybe took away some energy from me. So then I remember, I think around December, I was in a bit of a, like a low mood and that's for me the best moment when I just kind of, okay, you know, what, I'm going to, I'm going to start writing stuff. So I think in December I started writing first lyrics and I think I did wish I knew first. Um, in the beginning it was a bit different. It was based on a sample. Um, and, um, the vocal line was pretty much the same. Um, so I kind of, yeah, I worked on the demos first. Um, I think number eight is the one that sounds most like the demo. And then obviously Jeremy and dancing that we did with with Pete, um, they kind of I think also didn't change that much in the process. Um, and yeah, I think it's it was mostly then January and February when I kind of promised to myself I'm gonna I'm gonna get it done in 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 those two months. Um, and I worked a bit with Upcycled Sounds. We did Wish I Knew and Could Have. Um, I worked with my friend Andy Veitch. I think I'm pronouncing his surname right. I hope I am. And we did number eight and easy to find. Um, and then, yeah, we did Dancing and Jeremy with, with Pete. Um, the other four songs, yeah, they were kind of based on, on little demos that I, that I made. Um, and yeah, it was definitely kind of, it was a big moment for me. I think this was kind of me finding um my sound um and what kind of direction i want to go to next um now i'm starting to work on on an album um and i have kind of my first demo 
um, in the works. And I think that that AP was necessary, like uh, one of the steps to yeah, to just figure out what I really want to do. And then the idea of the kind of yeah, the, the, the like an emotional train journey um, came from just the fact I was I was on a lot of trains uh, last year. And this is also why there is a little sample of one of those train journeys in, in which I knew that I've recorded. Um, and then, yeah, I just thought every single one of those journeys, I would always uh, have a lot of deep thoughts going in my head and kind of maybe sometimes would overthink things. It would be just the whole little journey on itself, just because you do have those, I don't know, two hours, just, you know, kind of free time. You're sure you can listen to some music, but you will be a bit in your head as well um so i think kind of it is a bit of a journey that ep we start from a place where you may be a bit hopeful and then number eight is more of kind of an acceptance song um but yeah and then um the the art cover kind of tied it all nicely together thanks to johnny so yeah well, it's a, a, for me, it's a great success. I think it's five stars, excellent, whatever they say on Mixmag and all of those. It's like <laughs> outstanding. It's the top. And it's almost weird. I, I get a feeling of it being like an album. I mean, there's a few more songs than what you'd normally get on an EP, I think. I mean, yeah, I don't know if there's probably. any rules, but it, it seems complete to me. Like I... I just love it and the whole way it's it's packaged and the the photography behind it and the story you've just shared it's it's a very special EP for me definitely mm-hmm. I love it so much and James, how, how are you feeling playing these songs on your amazing baby blue Fender guitar? It's a beauty that is. Yeah, thanks. So yeah, this is um, I've brought it back into the fold this one uh, had it for quite a long time but um it's really nice to play um yeah and um yeah it's um as you're saying that you're talking about the um the cover it's quite like dark and atmospheric like the the music really and i quite enjoy playing like adding my own kind of atmospheres with my guitar I don't really play particularly conventionally probably but um yeah it seemed like a good fit for the bobo and um yeah enjoying it very much been a few months now i think um yeah and as you say we've been really busy so it's um yeah it's been been nice well it's it's sounding brilliant the guitar blends in perfectly it's uh, your your guitar playing is 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 really great i love it so much thank you well done i mean this is all sounding amazing and pete's got his whole setup here with the two keyboards is that right um the same as what you you had last time um it's yep. your your moog is it or your what nord, nord. yeah nord yeah. stage three uh yeah i've got the nord and i've got um my sort of midi keyboard as well for all the sort of sounds that i can't get out of the nord and all the samples and stuff but yeah smoke and mirrors and well do they let you take this to poland or like? oh no oh my god so <laughs> that was a big stress <laughs> we only found out about the poland trip a week before and i was i was very um anxious about how we were going to perform on live tv and even though it was just one song i was getting quite sort of stressed out about what gear i would need to take how i would get it there um you know i've never played a gig abroad and I've obviously heard a lot of stories about post-Brexit difficulties with that sort of thing. So my mind was kind of racing. Um, in the end, I managed to just 
shrink it all down. I took a much smaller keyboard and the Polish TV studio had a stand up, uh, an upright piano. So we managed to sort of between the two of those things, create the setup that I needed to do that one song. So, yeah, but there's a few days of stressing yeah. <laughs> and trying to figure it out. But uh, we got there. Good. And I'm sure it's got a unique sound. It might sound slightly different to what you'd normally play on here, but it's it's a special recording nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they had a nice piano and the song is mostly piano anyway on my on my part. So it was I think I just had to sort of relax my uh, uh, expectations of trying to take my own stuff with me and just feel like, oh, no, it'll be fine. We'll use what they've got and it will sound good. And yeah, it was fine. All it was all right on the night or the morning. Yeah. Good. Well, one day you'll have a, a seat assigned to these instruments, so you'll be able to take all your kit with you. Are you offering? With, <laughs> with a big case that has uh, Kidkin, the Bobo Kidkin stamped on it. Right. You know, like those touring cases that yeah. look quite beaten up and stuff. That would be nice. Yeah, it? plenty of room on the private jet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One day. Or the train. You could take a really nice train journey. That would be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we what have we got next I think Jeremy isn't it Jeremy yes <laughs> yes it's Jeremy
Wow, I'm being really treated tonight. Another one of the, for me, the sun. That's perfect. I can't <laughs> believe how nicely this timed in with me listening to it and just finding true love in that EP and now hearing the second track from it. That's that's just amazing. What a beautiful song again. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Is this one that you played at Maida Vale? No, we played Wish I Knew and 2AM at Maida Vale. It was quite a hot choice, definitely. Uh, we weren't sure, but then I think, yeah, 2AM is, is, I think, one of the bigger ones. And I really love 2AM. Oh, I think. so do I. Yeah, Johnny added um, some drums to it. I think even like kind of... I don't know, made it even better. Uh, so, so we were like, you know what? Let's let's do a live version of it because it's going to be a bit different than their recording. Um, and then, wish I knew. I think it's my personal favorite. Um, so, whenever I have an opportunity to, I just love to play it live. I just love the little instrumental breaks and just listening to to yeah, to just Pete, James, Johnny. Just it's it's amazing. So yeah, I kind of get into my own little trance. Oh, that's so good to hear. And- <laughs> Can you tell me how the Maid of Ale experience was for you? I don't know. Pete, do you want to start with this one? Oh <laughs> I mean, there's so many questions I need to ask, but for people who don't know, Maid of Ale is a very famous recording studio in London, right? It's That's ma- the area is Maid of Ale, but you, you know more. I mean, there's, there's history there. There's some incredible artists who have performed in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they really remind you of that when you're there as well because there's just pictures all down the corridors of artists that have played there previously. So you're just beaten to death with the pressure of the fact <laughs> you're about to play in there. Um, but it's amazing. Just to find out I was playing there was quite mind-blowing, to be honest, because it's, as a as a a name made avail, this kind of just like ingrained in my brain because I listened to so many of bands and artists play sessions there and listening to bands on the radio growing up you just I don't know it just has a certain sort of aura about it um so it really it just really felt quite overwhelming and definitely like a a bucket list moment to to get the chance to play there um and I didn't really believe it was real until until we got there to be honest but the day itself like was just amazing just being in that room and just having you know all the help we needed to make everything go smoothly and um just really relax into it and enjoy it uh i was just yeah absolutely buzzing to be there and um after we'd finished and we'd heard the mixes and everything it was just that the feeling of relief was like nothing i've ever had before (laughs) just knowing that we hadn't completely messed it up um and we'd kind of done these songs justice and you know as as a band we'd done like one gig yeah with a truck before so yeah it felt like there was pressure definitely to, to get it right and I just I was just so proud of everyone <laughs> yeah 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 I think it was similar to me it was just crazy when uh, Dave told us from BBC Music Introducing that we're going to be doing a session at May the Vale um, it was quite funny I mean because <laughs> um, we got we had an, first an email asking if we would like to do a live session we're like yeah absolutely of course and then i think that was the email that pete saw and then um dave was like yeah it's, it's a made of veil and i was like oh my god and, and i told pete i was like that's fantastic and i don't think pete read the email at this point so he was like 
yeah, sure, it's great, yeah. And then, and then I think he realized that it was actually made of L and it was a kind of a new a next wave of emotion. Um, and then we were like, oh my God, it's made of L, why didn't you tell me? Because um, it was, again, like mind-blowing. And I also didn't, I didn't believe that we're actually going to go there until literally we were on our way there. And even probably then I was like, oh, are you going to be actually, you know, allowed in? <laughs> um, especially that then, yeah, I think we well, we did the session in the Studio Free, so the the main one, um, which was, again, just crazy because um, I was I was watching some, some sessions, Ben Howard session, Arctic Monkeys, and they did all of their sessions in, in that exact studio. So it was just kind of crazy to walk in and recognize the room and just think, oh my God, I'm like, we're going to be uh, recording here in just like a few minutes. Um, and it wasn't definitely as stressful. Um, but I was very proud of everyone. And I think it was a great experience to share as a group. Um, and definitely, I think we yeah, are one of the best days of this year, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe my life. We'll see. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe my life. Definitely one of the best days of my life. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a, a dream. I can't believe it. And I saw, again, some photos, and I think there's video available for that. And I yeah. believe Andy, who's with us tonight doing photography. Thank you so much, Andy. And I believe you were there with them doing some of the photography and the video work. Yeah, there was me, Chris from yeah. BBC. So I set up a camera on a piano, and then Chris had about four other ones going, so... Yeah, just to say, like, um, Chris and Dave from BBC Introducing as well came along on the day. And, oh, you know, amazing. they didn't have to do that, but they came along with us and they recorded these amazing videos, which they went away and edited later. And we're just forever thankful for them for doing that and for Andy for capturing everything and these brilliant photos that he took. Because, um, you know, we would have had this, this great audio from them, but to have the videos as well is just... Um, just amazing so on just point it on the record that's very true yeah that, this is amazing thank you andy and yeah dave and chris you made at least yeah our year probably our lives being dramatic a little bit but go for it <laughs> <laughs> and the the actual setup i saw there was like booths weren't there there was there like a vocal booth and james you were were you in a separate booth how did it work uh, no it was um it was all one. Oh, sorry. It was. It was all. Um, the room was just. It was one big room, and it was um, bigger than most people's houses. To be That's honest true. with you, and then the drums were in a separate booth. Um, Maria was singing in her own booth, um, and me and Pete were kind of like left out in the kind of the wider room. But it was pretty incredible. I had my own high watt stack um, waiting for me, and the engineer waiting hand on foot for me, and. Um, yeah, they, and fair play to the, uh, the, the producers and engineers who were working there because they made an amazing job in uh, not much time at all. Like, um, they're clearly really um, geared into like, using that room. Yeah. Oh, it sounds wonderful. I can imagine these really high ceilings. Or is that me just imagining what I've seen it in the pictures? Like really It, it is a huge room. It makes it even more stressful, I guess, because you just come inside and it's obviously made for those big performances. And it makes you again realize, oh my God, I'm in May the Veil. And I'll be just uh, trying my best yeah, not to mess it up. Um, but I think we did. We did. 
we did good um which again yeah it was a huge relief yeah more than good it sounded <laughs> so brilliant and pete i've got one question for you because at the beginning you said you can see all the photos of the bands and things that have been in there were there any that you you saw and really stuck out and you were like whoa i can't believe this i know you, maria you mentioned arctic monkeys ben howard and so on but Peter, is there anyone there? Oh, man. I don't know. There's, there's loads of, like, huge names. But the one that stuck out for me, sort of selfishly, was was Mogwai, because that was a band that I think synonymous with, made of L Studios, and listening to their sessions and their Peel sessions when I was younger. And as a teenager, they're one of the bands I listen to a lot and still listen to now. So that was the sort of the band that stuck in my head i think when i was there on the day even they might not be the biggest name in the world but um yeah that was the one for me oh cool i love mogwai so much happy songs for happy people is that right that's one of their albums yeah i love that one i yeah, think that was great. one of their their early ones yeah it's a good one they i think it was reissued again i think everything's reissued oh. on vinyl but i managed to get a copy yeah it's ex it's expensive to like a band who have like over 10 albums they keep reissuing and you you want to buy them yeah i know what recently happened nirvana did a 30th anniversary or 35th or maybe 30th of in utro and i had got the previous version of it and now the new one's reissued with a a 10 inch disc with some other songs on there and i thought about it and i went into truck in whitney looked at it got home and then I phoned Truck at um, Oxford because I'm closer to that one. And they said, oh, I think we've got a copy here. And it was gone. And then that made me want it even more. And they said, should we order you one? I was like, yes, please. It's like <laughs> 35 quid. What am I doing? Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've kind of worked around it and I've got the copy. But yeah, so wonderful to hear that you played there. I'm, I've, I've got this like, I don't know if it's my place to say it, but I feel this immense pride like it's you're part of this whole community and one of us and to have you go there and represent these musicians in Oxford and uh, yeah it's just such an emotional thing I, I was I was backing you all the way I was watching it very closely and I love it and it it will always be there you know the photos the recording the everything it's always going to be there and well done that's amazing thank you Wow. Do we do you think we can have is it two more you got lined up or I think we're going into the f one. one more. That's that's perfect. We we have one more lined up. I'm just quickly trying to think if we can yeah. play two. Two AM in theory possibly I don't know. We could rustle something up. Yeah. yeah. But we'll see. Is that okay? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, okay. Then I'll do my goodbye speech after this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, great, thank you. So this is how it feels When my love finally leaves I'm walking out, dancing it all away Guess I've never been better Finally tired of guessing Singing the same old song 
is sounding incredible and you've done a gig on Saturday and now is what day is it today is it Monday so yeah, yeah fairly recently and you've you've done well, how many you've done a few recently haven't you yeah we've had quite a busy last what two months I think of three months in September we I think we did four um, and now this this month we're gonna have three I mean we, we had two already and we have one more coming up um, on Saturday um, but it's it's great. It, it really, I, I love uh, kind of performing these songs live and finding maybe new ways to to change them up a little bit, um, and yeah, just performing as a band together. So so yeah, it's really 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 exciting. Um, yeah, do have so many things. It's maybe a bit crazy sometimes. Uh, we have to do car park at some point as well, in, incorporate it into the set list. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully soon. I've seen the Bobo a couple of times, or maybe three times. And I would, I mean, it, I'm a huge fan of, of the band and the Bobo. And I would highly recommend it. The performance is beautiful. There's loads to look at, the keys. 
the lead singer you are amazing to watch when you perform it's just it's stunning and now you've got a guitarist with you and a drummer it's a very special performance and I I think that's what I was going to ask about is you know there's a lot of different art forms involved you've got the the photography which you're a big part of and the album covers and the the music obviously and then there's the performance as well it's like a, a stage act in a way how does it feel being up there on stage and and giving this performance that's a very good question um i think it, it changes a little bit um probably in the beginning i was a bit in my own head um and couldn't really get into the into it as much as i would like to and definitely now i'm much more comfortable so i get into this kind of little place in my head Definitely, I normally I would be freaking out and uh, even trying to make eye contact with people would be terrifying. But as you say, it is a bit of a performance. Um, but again, I think for me, all of the songs that I write are quite personal and emotional. So also it's it's quite easy for me to to jump back into that kind of emotional place and, and hopefully uh, kind of make people feel these emotions. Because uh, I think that's kind of my my main goal. That if if people kind of can can hear that they are sincere and and feel the emotions, that's that's what matters to me. So yeah, and then obviously now we have the band, which adds even more to it. Um, especially yeah, I wish I knew. I just love it. I kind of I started doing a little dance in some bits, which I've never done before. <laughs> um, so yeah. It's definitely think, it's definitely cool to talk about how much you love your own songs. <laughs> I do. I do love them and I'm um, proud of them. <laughs> and I can tell, you know, and it definitely comes across that you're, you're deeply committed to what you're singing and uh, it, it's, it's a great show to be at and to experience it here in the shed is, is equally as great. It's, it's just different. But yeah, like I say, it's, it's so, so nice to have that drama going on on stage for me when I watch a band it's like being at the theater and then you hear the music as well I take in so much I'm looking at everything and it just makes me think also how rich Oxford is Mm -hmm. for for gigs that are going on at the moment and on Saturday you performed at the the Cape which is on St. Clement's and there was a band with you called Suspire and the the other act was called Bum, B-U-M-B. Yeah, the headliners, yeah. Yeah, and I was so torn because I ended up going to a gig at the Jericho Tavern with uh, Emma Hunter, Ghosts in the Photographs, uh, Canadia, and there was another one, I forgot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ian's waving at me and Tiger Mendoza. The great. And it was, you know, being at that gig and watching these bands, I just thought there's something happening on the east of the city. We're in the kind of northwest, north for the Jericho Tavern. And all these performances, they're like theatres, mm-hmm. theatres of music going on. And it, it's just such a wonderful feeling to be spoiled for choice. And yeah, kind of, I, I, I loved where I was, but I also thought, oh, you know, could have got to there. Suspire is great. I would have too. been there too. <laughs> yeah, same, to be honest, probably. It was fun. It was really good fun. 
Um, but this has been a, a very, very wonderful evening for me. And again, I'm I'm so glad you came back. And my daughter asked me, are they your favorite band? And I said, I'm not really allowed to say that. <laughs> but she said, then why are you having them back? And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, they, they're my favorite. And she said, why can't you say that? And then she answered the question for me. And she said, is it because all the other bands have to feel like they're your favorite too and I said <laughs> yeah it's something like that and she's so sweet but yeah it's been it's been magical again thank you and thank you Ian for doing the audio thank you and just being here in the room with us it just feels so easy and comfortable and lovely atmosphere and Andy for doing the, the photography it's great to have you with us tonight too and James, I love the guitar playing and um, your guitar reminds me of Kurt Cobain's except his is the left-handed one yeah, but it's a similar colour. Was his a, a Jaguar or Jazzmaster? I'm not quite oh, quite remember. Yeah. Jaguar? Maybe he thinks of Jaguar. Yeah. Uh, who plays this one? I don't know. It's kind of got a bit of an Eric Clapton kind of <laughs> classic rock but I mean I that maybe put me off for playing it. Um, <laughs> but I brought it back because I thought, well, it's, it does sound really good and uh, it's very easy to play as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, yeah, it fits well with the band, I think. Um, yeah. It sounds yeah. great. And Thanks. thank you so much. It was lovely to meet you and I'm so glad you're yeah, part nice to of meet this. You too, yeah. Um, yeah, there's loads of really good bands in Oxford at the moment. And I, I, was, I was thinking the other day, I've lived there since 2009 and played in bands, but I think, I don't think now's, I don't think there's been a better time for like the quality of bands because there's just so many good bands all over Oxford. And I, I genuinely mean that because I've been playing in bands for ages. And there's just every gig you go to, there's like a new band you've never heard of that blow you away. I get the same thing. Like they, they're all just, the standard is so great. There's definitely something in the air. There's something going on and it's exciting. And Maria, thank you. And your voice is, is just, I've, I've run out of adjectives. It's, it's incredible. And thank you. Um, yeah, I, I look forward to your, the album you're going to be working on. I'm sure it's going to be great. And yeah, maybe in a year or so we can <laughs> revisit. <laughs> but thank you so much. And thank you. I won't say any more. And if, I mean, if you could play us out with a song, that would be bliss. Yeah, we can try. You came late As always Couldn't find me In the crowd First time around A city without you Is not the same I sit in the park in the spot Where you held my hand Is this for me? 
What's in your shade? 